have you back. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Um, Matt LaFleur was at the podium just a, a short period ago. By the way, Aaron Rodgers is practicing today. Is practicing today uh, with the thumb taped up. Uh, but those that are not practicing, Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Romeo Dobbs, Devondre Campbell, Rashid Walker, Rudy Ford, Tariq Carpenter, uh, Caleb Jones uh, has been designated to return. He has been coming back from the, quote, illness, but it's nothing official yet. But Caleb Jones, the, the great big giant Phil Lodeholt-looking tackle, uh, is expected to come back at some point. But there you go. Uh, anyway, Matt LaFleur at the podium. Let's take a listen to what the head coach has to say. That's Matt LaFleur. I, I got to be honest. There's two things here. Um, I have never had a press conference that we played with Matt LaFleur been so immediately and harshly critiqued as that one was. Um, you know, I mean, I, I want to talk about that when we come back. Also, when we come back, if you have not... If you have not checked out Facebook, the Facebook fan page, you know, everybody loves this job because you think it's easy to sit behind a microphone for four hours and, you know, whatever. But I want to explain something when we come back. And this is the stuff that sometimes we deal with. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a glimpse into behind the scenes of what it is we do. But if you want to go to Facebook and you want to see it, you can see it for yourself. And then I'll explain it when we come back. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show and you can see what I'm about to talk about also. But I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, yeah, Matt LaFleur's presser, man, just watching the comments, specifically on the Bud Light live stream and over on, uh, and, and over in the, uh, Twitter verse, whew, just getting, just getting crushed. Now, one thing I do respect is the fact that he goes to the podium. He does give everybody time, but man, Packers fans have had it. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael show on the Wisconsin sports zone radio network. forget about our friends it's that time of year black friday the store is going to be closed but the website's going to be up and running go to kane k-o-e-h-n kane jewelry.com that's kane jewelry.com and uh, and give uh give uh, andy kane and his wife jen and the company up there good shout they are worth the trip into west bend by the way if you're looking for jewelry for christmas anniversary engagement rings whatever it happens to be oh boy they got a lot of good stuff up there kane and kane jewelers in west bend go to kane k-o-e-h-n kanejewelry.com and don't forget andy's got the uh, the buy like a guy podcast he does all kinds of stuff everything from bourbon tastings to to buying jewelry for your for your significant others so uh go go to kanejewelry.com and you can go to the bottom of the page and subscribe to the buy like a guy podcast the uh i, I was mentioning this before um the man the response to matt lafleur in that particular presser I was, because uh, we play it, you know, be, because we play it because there's some significant questions and it's hard to, you know, get everyone out of it when it's happening, right? So it's, it's you, don't, you don't grab everything. You just kind of play it for what it is. And they're usually 15 minutes or so, and it's usually some good information. Um, 
listening to Matt LaFleur, now a lot of the stuff in there, it's legitimate. Okay, I get it, what he's trying to say. But, and, and Ben and I are t- kind of, you know, texting back and forth during the press conference, and I'm thinking, when? Um, when did Matt LaFleur become so protective or seemingly soft or I, I just it, it just like dawned on me and I know it shouldn't but as I'm watching many of you go oh my god I can't take it another oh we're going to check the tape oh we got another pad level oh we've got another you know well the great scheme and the guys are just need to execute all I ask is you give it your all and all the cliche stuff and but then searching for words it's like when when did that happen um, there was this bravado, this confidence. He was never arrogant, but there was this level of confidence of this is what we're doing and this is how we're going to do it. And I won't accept anything less. And this, this was, you know, I'm, I'm the, the young head coach, but damn it, you know, the Sean McVay, you know, the Shanahan style of quiet confidence of this is what we're going to do. When did it turn into, I'm just asking guys to play hard for me. I, I just, you know, when did it turn into that? And that, that's, I mean, that, that's the thread. That's the thread. I mean, I'm, I'm reading all of this. You know, David says milk toast. Mark wants to know who the blank is in charge in Green Bay. My God. Um, Vinny says, oh, you, boy, can we just say all the time, got to give him credit? Uh, um, <laughs> go lay by your dish, Matty, from Mark. He's soft. You can't fix this. Uh, Mike's making fun. We got to go back and watch the film. All we ask is that you give us your best from David. Are you kidding me? Geez, MLF, you're losing it. Um, it, it just it, it goes on and on. And this one's from uh, OSU Badger, who says, "I can't stand to listen to Matt Lafleur. Every time he starts to talk, he sounds like he's going to cry." Sarah says, how soft is Matt LaFleur? Phil says, when did Matt LaFleur become a guy that didn't know how to speak? Uh, this is from Eric, who says, Matt LaFleur sounds like he's covering for every guy in that locker room, like they're going to kick him out of the club. Another Matt says, I can't listen to this anymore. This is nothing but excuses for a bad play. Diane, at least he talks about some of the players that will and will not practice. Uh, Mark says, did he cry? It sure sounds like he's about ready to. I, I just... But I'm I'm just giving you the reaction. It's not my necessary reaction, but that's the reaction. That's the public portrayal, it's just in in the immediacy of of that presser, which I've never I've never seen that kind of a. Now, granted, I understand it because it comes from a lament of frustration. It comes from that depth because Packers fans are like, man, we we want more. We want you to just like kick ass. Come out. This is what we're going to do. It's time. You know, it's past time. You know, that's what you want. And instead, it just sounds like it's just all very quietly falling into submersion. And that's it. And it's going to go away. It's just weird. It's weird. Now, I did want to make a mention of this. Okay? I did want to make a mention of this. Uh, and I want to explain the story behind it. I'm going to take phone calls first, but I want to explain the story behind it and what's, what, what's over on Facebook, okay? So if you haven't gone there, go there. Uh, I can always post it over on the Instagram page, too, if you want. But if you haven't gone there, go there, and I'll talk about it after the bottom of the hour. Let's go to Eric listening to us in Green Bay. Eric, welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, man. What's up? 
Well, first, I want to wish you and yours and the entire staff there and theirs a very, very uh, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you'll have an awesome day tomorrow. Eat yourself in Oklahoma and uh, <laughs> and uh, watch football. Should be a great yep. day. Hopefully, watch good hey, football. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Um, I, I tell you, there's another thing that reared its. Uh, I mean, the press conference. Yeah, there's been a lot of things she's been saying that have been bugging me for a long time. You know, I don't think that they should be in automatic well you got to give the other team credit mode when you can pretty much say hey we screwed up a lot of these times but anyway another thing that bugs me is before the season started in off season we all said man you got to find somebody to add to kenny clark got to get kenny clark some help on that line they went out and got jaron reed and and uh, Mm -hmm. drafted uh, wyatt and you're thinking Mm -hmm. well they did something you know and then you kind of left with the impression like well this is what we could do guys and then here we go again, same characters, different team. All of a sudden, in the first of six games that will determine whether this is the end of the Packers season or not, here come Indomitian Sue and JPP to the mm-hmm. Eagles. It's like, again? Are you kidding me? Didn't they just do this at Tampa Bay? I mean, if these guys were out there, why didn't the Packers entertain bringing board on Dominican Sue and get some nasty uh, next to Kenny Clark? I, it's like you, you're left to, to believe, well, we did the best we could, guys, and then these guys pop out of the blue, out of nowhere, and all of a sudden you got to play against them. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God. It's right. just it's just like the Packers season is going this year. Although, you know, hey, you know, if uh, if Watson can keep popping the top off the defense and Dobbs back and – they play like they played against uh, Dallas in, in the second half against Buffalo. They they could win the rest of these games. They could. I don't think Philadelphia is, you know, the end-all, be-all, almighty, dominant destructor of the league by any stretch of the imagination. So, uh, I mean, if they, you know, pull their heads out, they could very well win six straight. I don't know if it will be enough, but, you know, I sure hope to see it happen. I really am not uh, happy with this coaching staff has handled it to me it looks like they just i mean these are the same players all right so i do not buy into the talent sucks thing you guys looked at what you had and looked what you added and went man all we gotta do is show up we're gonna stomp anybody everybody and you didn't put any imagination or creativity or effort into really scheming things up until it was too late i mean it's just that's just what it looks like the players look like they're disgusted with it when they're on the field Look at Jair Alexander. He don't look like he's mad at anybody. He looks like, are you kidding? This is a janky SBS. We're going to run out of here against these guys. That's what his face looks like. And it's just, it's coaching to me, man. Anyway, everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for taking my call, Bill. And uh, enjoy the show. I'm going to keep listening. No, I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I, I, when he said JPP, he clearly meant Linval Joseph. So just an FYI, I'm not going to go back and crit- criticize him for that. And, and Dominican Sue. Uh, wanted to come back to a team that was playoff bound. There was a couple of them that he was talking about. Uh, one was Philadelphia, one was San Francisco. But I get it. You know, you, you wanted to see, you're talking about a lot of the same issues. But then when Rashawn Gary went down, it did change the thing, uh, things up front for the Green Bay Packers uh, when it came to uh, when it came to the ability to rush the quarterback. And really, I mean, it, it's kind of an indictment. It's kind of an indictment when you look at the other players up front knowing that teams are basically saying, yeah, we'll double team Kenny Clark and everybody else is one-on-one because you don't got nothing. 
So think about that. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, I'll take some more phone calls. I promise you I'll get into the Facebook stuff because uh, you can go over and read it. But I want to explain the background behind it so you get a sense as to what it is. But these are the kind of things that it's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Stay tuned. we got a lot more coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Michael show continues and before I get back into the phone calls I wanted to bring uh, bring this up real quick so last Friday I had a meeting I was over at Rock Ventures which is in Franklin and they've got the Lux Golf Bays we did a show over there and uh, when they first opened as you know uh, we were there we also took the motorcycle road over there and and the, the ride over there and they've been extremely uh, helpful uh, with the Fisher House ride with uh, promoting Fisher House and such tremendous charity stuff and when I'm there, I'm talking to Mike Zimmerman, and he says, hey, did you see what's going on next door? Now, I don't know what the name of the complex exactly is. I forgot. But they walked us next door where they had this. It said UFC something or other on one of the slides that goes over. You can see the pictures on one of the slides that goes over, like, the, the bike the bike rack fencing type of thing. It said UFC Fight Pass. But it's the uh, Anthony Pettis Fight Club uh, in Milwaukee, and they were putting on this this, you know, the MMA stuff. So I just said, you know, I, I took pictures. He walked us in, and, and they were getting, they, you know, all the fighters were there in the ring. They're kind of getting the bounce on and everything, and then guys were in the back getting warmed up because that was fight night, and I last Friday night. Tremendous event. Now, I don't know. I don't, never, I, I don't ever claim to know a lot about UFC. I, I watch it. I pay attention to it. I know some of the contenders, but beyond that, I'm not immersed in it. What pays the bills in the state of Wisconsin is basically – Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks, and then everything else trickles down from there. So I said I had no idea that they even had this facility, much less the setup for the UFC fight, okay? Well, I don't know why that people that either participate or follow this got so bent out of shape, but it was either UFC or Anthony Pettis or whatever, but I didn't use the correct terminology. And we all know, everybody's been on Facebook or on some form of social media where you say something and you know what you mean, and everybody else knows what you mean, but there's always that one dude, right, who's got to nitpick every effing word you say, right? There's always the one guy who's always smarter than everybody else and nitpicks it. And most of the time, you just, you ignore it, but there are times where you're just like, just, there's no reason to be an ass. So one of the guys that was on this page came at me in just the most sarcastic, bitter I'm a hard-ass, you're not kind of way. So what I responded was, and since then I deleted the comment, but I, what I responded in his comments to was I said, look, if being an ass were a profession, you would go pro. That was my response. Bite me. That, that, was, that was it, okay? That's all I said. Well, it wasn't even the guy that I said it to. It's some other guy. I don't even know where he lives because since I post, since because he sent me this long Diatribe. First of all, I have no idea how racism suddenly came into this, but suddenly I'm a racist because of it. And goes into, I mean, this, you can read it, this completely profane, race-accusing, tough guy, bully. Read, read the email. It's, it's, 
It's like embarrassing from somebody who claims to be in the sport. And if this is your representation of either UFC or MMA, I'm glad I don't cover you. I'm glad I don't have any part of it. I want no part of that. This is the area. So I, I actually posted it. I took the screenshot of his response. I posted it. Since then, because he's obviously such an incredibly you know tough guy, he has then blocked me and any response that I could possibly give him. And I sent him a direct message saying, this is, this is what you're going to send me after all of that? That's what you send me? So immediately he blocked. So I just thought, you know what? If that's how you feel and you can put everything in writing and then hit enter, by golly, I'm going to let the world see it. So there you go, world. Take a look. I can't read it because it's, <laughs> I don't know. You you read it for yourself. But I know one thing. When I posted uh, about, you know, a pretty cool event taking place, and I did. I thought it was a pretty cool event. And had I not had plans that night, I probably would have gone. And we were invited to go. But I just didn't, I wasn't able to go that night. But there you go. There you go. I wanted you to see it. See it for you. Ben, did you see it and read it? Yeah. Um, uh, sources uh, tell me it, it was not me. Um, okay. You, just, yeah. I was, I, I was going to say, I wasn't quite sure if it was you or not. You define the guy as Ben, and, and that's what makes it tough, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, no, it was not me. But by the way, I did tag him in that post, and since then he has then blocked the post, blocked the uh, tag, and he doesn't want to be associated with his own words after he had entered. I mean, come on, man. If you're such a tough guy, man up and at least own it. Let people talk to you about it. But I guess he's not going to. So anyway. Uh, and by the way, I didn't mention, mention hockey, and I apologize because I do like hockey. I watch hockey. Uh, we got quite the conglomeration of Blackhawks, uh, Wild, uh, Blues, Red Wings fans in the state of Wisconsin, for sure. And we don't talk a lot about it because we don't have a pro team, but I do make a mention of the Milwaukee Admirals, which, by the way, Nashville Predators, I want to throw into that mix because a lot of people watch the, the Admirals. And then when the guys get called up, they watch the Predators because of it, because they're Admirals. And the Admirals won again last night, 5-1, to one, by the way. But I wanted to make sure we mentioned that. And gave, gave Mr. Ben Tomes his due. So there you go. If you haven't seen it, I yeah, go ahead. Go go ahead. There you go. Go ahead and read it. It probably won't be pain to the eyes as much as uh, Wisconsin versus Dayton currently happening. Six minutes into the game, it is four to two. Uh, so, well, now it's seven to two. Dayton's winning seven to two. Oh well, there you go. You you might be a couple of seconds behind, but I want to let you know. See, I was being that guy, Ben. That's <laughs> there you go. You are the guy. I was being that guy. I was being that jag, that detail-oriented, I know more than you jag. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to get our phone calls in, and then we're going to call it a day and send you off to your turkey day and happy Thanksgiving and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it is worth the read. It, it When I started reading it, I'm like, how, where did race come into this thing? Apparently, the guy that I said was an ass was, was, was a, a person of color in some way, shape, or form, but... I had no idea. I just was responding to a comment. But suddenly it's a racism thing. Like, what the hell? So, anyway, uh, there you have it. Going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be back. We got more right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports. 
Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers and the Eagles getting ready for Sunday night football. Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Yesterday, the team worked out former Packers and Lions receiver Geronimo Allison and former Wisconsin Badger Danny Davis. Quarterback Aaron Rodgers has been struggling since week five after injuring his right thumb on a Hail Mary pass against the Giants. On the Pat McAfee show, Rodgers asked if he ever considered wearing a glove to improve his grip. No, I'm not a glove guy. Well, you're not, are you a broken thumb quarterback guy, too? Have you ever had to do this before? Has this been something you've ever had to do before? I mean, I've broken other fingers in the past. I played a, you know, a season, a stretch in college with my index finger and my throwing hand broken. I broke my pinky on, on both hands at various times, uh, cracked, you know, wrist, uh, non-throwing, you know, it's which makes certain things painful, getting snaps or whatever, but... You know, if I still feel I can go out there and throw it the way I throw it, then obviously I'm going to keep playing. On defense, with Devondre Campbell sidelined with a knee injury, rookie Quay Walker has had to take over at inside linebacker. Have injuries hurt the team, or is it execution? I say execution. I put a lot of stuff on myself, uh, regardless if I was right or wrong. I just, you know, this is something I probably could have did better, whether if I was blitzing, I could have won my one-on-one, whatever the case may be. Uh, so that's how I look at it. But, of course, we're going to face different quarterbacks. It's going to be good. It's the NFL, so we got to come prepared, and we just got to do our job as a defense to, you know, get off the field. Last week against the Titans, Green Bay's defensive backs gave up at least three explosive gains. Was it miscommunication, or are the players back there just freelancing? Matt LaFleur. Well, that's a great question. I mean, I haven't sat down with our guys yet to talk some of those through, but based on what I see, it, it's frustrating when I know it's being communicated the right way and it's just not executed the right way. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. We continue on 877-867-1670 877-867-1670 if you want to give us a shout please feel free to go ahead and do so again 877-867-1670 uh would love to hear from you i want to get back to the uh the phone calls so uh let's do this uh we got a, a few people on hold before we get out here by the way uh the bears quarterback um justin fields says that in his left shoulder, it is a separated shoulder, and he's torn tendons and everything. So you talk about a guy that is well less than 50% even coming into this contest this weekend. He uh, separated the shoulder, tore tendons in the shoulder, uh, most likely going to require some off-season surgery, but uh, he is quite banged up. Let's get back at it. Our buddy Gerard listening to us in Delaware. Gerard, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, Bill. You know, anybody that went through a divorce, LaFleur is at the podium, and every time he has a press conference or he says something, it sounds like he's going through a divorce. There's lack of communication. We can't execute things properly. We can't do this properly. Now, let's say for next year they get rid of Barry, and they want to bring a tough guy in like Zimmer, which isn't going to work because we all know it's going to be like Captain Hook and Peter Pan trying to coexist. It ain't going to work. Okay, so Mm -hmm. we're going to end up with what, Gray? He shouldn't be there either. He's a defensive back coach, right? He shouldn't be right. there either. Apparently he has no say because they're not doing anything he's saying. So, so it, look, it, it, you've seen what all the Packer fans are saying. We've been saying this for weeks, though, and all the time. The guy's crying. He's emotional. He's this. He's that. He doesn't have a, 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 a 
uh, an understanding. He doesn't have this. You know, I mean, it's insane. This whole mm-hmm. thing has to be broken up, Bill. It has to be. I know it's not. I know LaFleur is probably going to be back next year, and we're going to get another milk toast defensive coordinator because they're not going to bring in an experienced tough guy because they're not going to tolerate LaFleur's nonsense. Nobody would. You're going to see Zimmer standing up there, and, and LaFleur just came out, and he's got tears in it. You think, are you kidding me? Those guys, right. Daggio and all those guys, they're not going to tolerate that, Bill. This yep. is a, the fans are seeing this now. They're seeing mm-hmm. this guy. He's totally exposed, Bill. He's totally exposed. You yeah, know? he. Uh, I mean, it, it's. I've never. I've never seen anybody. I haven't ever seen people react to Matt Lafleur like they did over the last couple of press conferences, but specifically today. I mean, it's. It was. It was pretty. Pretty fierce and furious. You know, it, it's just a bad situation, and he, and he, it, the problem is when he gets up there. He gets he he says all the wrong things, all of them. People don't look because if you're saying something where you're trying to defend yourself as a coach, he's saying the opposite things, even though they may be true. It's like cutting your own throat, Bill. It really is, mm-hmm. and yep. and and we're seeing it, and it's just it's a, look. We've seen I've seen so many Packer coaches, and I've seen how they failed. Now we have the social media and everything in these situations. So now we get a real big feel. And then you're saying that you know people who you're close to and maybe maybe Mike Clemens, these guys, sort of guys that are in the locker room and they're saying he's, you know, in between and this and that. No, I mean, come on now. Come on. What, what is the writing on the wall? The other guy is drafting poor. You know what I mean? And, and this guy's coaching poor. I mean, what else right. do you want? What else? Yeah, it it, it is. No, put it this way. I know I completely get it. Gerard, have a great Thanksgiving. I got to run here. I'm getting near the top of the hour and the end of the show. Uh, the way this one uh, was kind of received today was people are now going. People are now kind of sensing that there is a. As it was put to me, I, I'm trying to do this as delicately as possible. As it was put to me. Some people seem to think that Matt LaFleur is trying to hang on to the locker room with things are the way they are. Now, he started out the press conference upbeat, and I'm not saying he has lost the locker room. I'm not saying that. But some people have indicated that he's hanging on to the locker room like with his fingers on a cliff right now, ready to fall off. He's trying to say anything and everything right just to kind of keep guys engaged, so to speak, that they're – I don't know how to put it. it it's – but it just he's not the emphatic guy. He's not the take command guy that he was when he first took over the job or as recently as last year. You know? Um there there's and I'll tell you this, for football machismo, there's not that. Now you look at a guy like Salah, you look at a guy like Frank Reich, you look, you know, I mean, granted he's out of a job, but he was a, one of those tougher guys that really brought some success early to the Colts. You look at a guy like Vrabel, Vrabel's that guy. You know, Sean McVay, he's that guy. Sean Payton was that guy. You know, um, it, there, there's a there's a certain bravado to that. It's great to be a player's coach, but it only goes so far after a while. You sometimes have to take command of the team. I don't know if he is behind closed doors. 
I know that he's supposedly got a pretty good relationship with Matt, with uh, Aaron Rodgers, but even that we've seen, you know, perception becomes reality. Snippets of Rodgers basically dressing him down on the sideline. I go back to a couple of years ago when Rodgers was rolling out to his right, did not throw the ball to two wide-open receivers, but trying to get it to Devontae Adams. So he decided to hang on to it, and then eventually he threw it out of bounds. LaFleur came running down the sidelines and screamed at Rodgers, throw the effing ball. You could see it in his mouth. You could see him say it. You know? And he was taking command. I said, good for him. He's taking command of that situation. And now you see Rodgers coming over going, what the F are you calling? What kind of, you know, S is that? You know, and, and dressing him down. You don't see that command anymore. Uh, Matt says, do you believe in him? There is a cachet to three years of 13 wins. But the erosion from what I've seen starts at the top from Matt LaFleur on down. I I get this sinking, horrific feeling. Remember the second to last year Mike McCarthy was here, and it didn't go well, and there was a lot of questions about bringing Mike back. Uh, had he gotten soft? Are they trying to do too much? You know, is, is the team tuning him out? And they said, nope, he's going to – he is going to – uh, get another shot to kind of correct this thing. And then the next year went horrifically bad to where they fired him midseason. I'm starting to get that gut feeling. You know? Starting to get that gut feeling. That'll do it. Hopefully everybody has a terrific Thanksgiving. And hopefully everybody just enjoys football tomorrow. Enjoy the parades. Um, enjoy college hoops. Pro Hoops, Bucks tonight. We're going to head down to the Fiserv tonight. We're going to be down at uh, the uh, the uh, the Mecca in the Deer District. Come on down. Six to eight tonight. We'll talk more about this. Okay? We'll talk more about this coming up tonight. The Bill Michaels Huddle brought to you by Bud Light. They got some great specials tonight, too, on Bud Light. Come on down and enjoy yourself. Get some dinner. Go over to the game. We'll see you then. Time for us to go. Have a great Thanksgiving until we talk again on Sunday after the game. Have a go. It's the Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.